Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 133, three crucial reasons to create a makerspace in your classroom post-pandemic. So I don't know if we're all the way out of the woods, and I know that there's different, you know, things going on in different places. I am in the state of Florida where we have been open for quite a while. And actually, we even have a like a a non mask wearing mandate. And so we've got, you know, some things that are going on in Florida that may not be going on in other places. I recently traveled to Oregon, loved it, went to Portland, it was beautiful. It was it was such a different experience. I really enjoyed it so much. And it's it, it felt like a different world. I felt like I stepped into a different world. My state is is very has become, you know, like I said, open and it's, you know, masks are off and they're, you know, people are vaccinated and, and it's it going in that direction. And in other places, the the things are still in place, the safety precautions. And so it's just really just different all over the place. But as we begin to see more and more states and places open up completely, you know, things are going to look different next year. And we have to start thinking a little bit about it, even though I'm not quite ready to let go of summer. And I don't think you should be ready to let go of summer yet either. I just wanted to start the conversation so that we're ready when the new year comes because we've been exhausted and pushed to an, an unbelievable limits in the past, in the past, you know, two school years, really. And now I think it's time to really focus on what we can do and the lessons that we've learned and what we can do moving forward. So today we're going to focus on three crucial reasons that we should create a makerspace inside of our classroom. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so today we're going to talk about some reasons why we should create makerspaces in our classrooms, especially after what we've been through for the past couple of years. I want to start this conversation early because I want to give you enough time to really think about what you could do and what kind of transformation you could you could create in your classroom because... I think we need a little bit of magic this year. I think we need a little bit of motivation, a little bit of enthusiasm as we head into another school year. We've been through so much as as educators this year with, you know, the, the pandemic and shutting down and working virtually and, you know, learning all this new technology and being thrown into it, having very little time to prepare. And then going back to school, if you went back to school, some people still stayed virtual. We went back to school and we, it was scary in the beginning. We were very scared. I, I was scared when we first went back and I didn't know how in the world we would be able to keep those masks on. And I was afraid of if we couldn't. And it was it was intense. It didn't end up feeling that way once we were all back together. And it was so apparent to me how badly the kids 
needed to be together and they needed to be with us and how much I miss them. And it was, it was really, that part was, was kind of beautiful. So if you haven't had a chance to experience that yet, and you're getting ready to experience that, I'm, I know it seems scary, but it's, you're really going to see how special it is and how important it is that we you know, are living and breathing with other people that we're existing among one another. I think I think it's it's so much more relevant or and so much more important than I think we even realize sometimes. So I do think that's one good part of it. But I think it's important to have to have a year where we feel inspired. And I think that, that that's true for kids. And, and we can take the lessons that we've learned, all the technology that we've learned, and we can decide what we're going to bring into the future with us and what we're going to, you know, re- reunite, re-stir, recreate um, in order to have kind of the best of both worlds. Because even though it was a difficult situation, there were some positives about it. And I think that like there's so much great technology that we've learned. I think that 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 we need to continue that. But I also think that there's some things that that we were doing in the past that we have to, we kind of need to bring them back. And one of the things, and I'll get to the reasons in a minute, because I I just want to jump in, I can't help myself, I want to jump in because there's so many things that I feel that are important for us to hold on to and to bring back for kids and for ourselves, we want it, we want this year to be more enjoyable, and not to feel so hard like it has been, we have to find some joy in teaching we're not going to last in teaching, we're not going to be able to continue going on in this direction. And at this pace, in this scarcity mentality, and because it is a scarcity, and we want to, you know, have that mindset of abundance and want to make it enjoyable. So that's what I, I want to talk about some of those things today. Before I begin with that, I do want to share that my course, Mastering Makerspace, is coming back. And I'm going to be opening the doors again on July 15th, actually. So be on the lookout for that because it's I'm opening the doors back up. It's it's a great opportunity for you to learn step by step how to how to create a makerspace in your learning environment and the tools that you need and the materials and how to get the materials without breaking the bank because we don't want to do that. And there are ways for you to gather materials that you need. It doesn't have to be the thing that stops you. And, and then I talk about, you know, using or integrating standards and ideas for makerspace and all things about makerspace. And I, I, I have had some people reach out and they're like, I missed it. I don't want to miss it this time. So I tried to do it in the summer so that you would be able to attend and able to work through it and then be all set and ready to go when your school year started. So hopefully you'll be able to, to join that. I will be having a free masterclass or a free training. So be on the lookout for that. Every classroom needs a makerspace and that will be available as well. So you might want to hop into the free class. In the meantime, I have a makerspace startup kit that I would love to give you for free. So you can grab that at trinadebryteachingandlearning.com. I think it's MS startup kit. You know what? Now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm not 100% positive. And I should know that. 
that's something that I should know before I start talking about it. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. So that will make it easier for you to find for sure. But I also want to say it to you so that you if you're driving or you're multitasking, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm never going to go back and 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 remember, remember that so (laughs) that it's actually MS Startup Kit. So it's MS Startup Kit, all is one word. So Trina Debery, teachingandlearning.com, MS Startup Kit. So hopefully you will find that and you can grab it and download it for free. It's got labels and posters for your classroom and all things to get you started in Makerspace. Okay, so now that you know that, let's talk about why we should, why especially post-pandemic, why we should really think about creating a makerspace in our classroom. I had the best interview today. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. It's going to air on July 12th. So it's just a couple of weeks. I sat down with three authors who, two of them are are college professors at, uh, what is it, Arkansas Arkansas University. I think it's Arkansas. I'm pretty sure it's Arkansas. Yes, it's South Arkansas University. And there are two professors that work with new teachers. And then a prince, one of them, one person was a principal. They've done all kinds of incredible things in education. They've been in education for a while. And they were so amazing. They've written a book called Tinkering Tales or Tinkering with Tales. And it is makerspace STEM kinds of challenges and activities to go with fairy tales and fairy tales that you can find online. So you don't have to scramble for the book. So that's really cool. I'm going to link to that in the show notes, the show notes as well, because I was so excited to talk to them. I can't wait for you to hear that interview. I love, you know how I feel about mixing literature with makerspace. I have a whole line of makerspace moments in literature that I I love to do. I love to take really great stories and create challenges for with them and tie all those pieces together. I just think it's so fun. And we talk about it and it's it was just oh, it was the best conversation. So I can't wait for you to hear that. That's coming soon. So let's get to the three crucial reasons why you should be creating makerspace in your classroom post-pandemic. So the first one, the number one reason is it's really important to reintroduce collaboration. That is something that has been missing when we are doing, you know, virtual teaching and when we're online and when we were closed up and we had the shutdown and kids were not cooperating with one another or collaborating with one another. And if you, and maybe you're, maybe you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I did a really great job collaborating virtually, which is awesome. Give yourself a huge pat on the back. That is amazing because it can be done. You know, you there's there's systems like Schoology, Google Classroom, things where kids can respond and communicate with one another. They can still work as a team. It's just so much more difficult than it is in person. And and that's that's actually a huge reason as well, which I'll get to in a minute, but I'm going to stay focused. So I'm going to talk about collaboration. So it's just important for us to get that back, to bring that back to our kids so that they're really learning how to work with one another in person. Because most of the jobs that will be in the future or 
exist for them will require them having to learn to get along and deal with other people, whether it is online or if it's in person. So I think that's such a crucial reason to include Makerspace. Makerspace is is creating, building, discovering, inventing, um, you know, utilizing STEM standards can can help with social and emotional learning. But it's a it's a space where kids can really create, think critically, collaborate, communicate. It's just it's such a special spot. And again, I talk about this in Mastering Makerspace. It doesn't have to be defined by the space or the tools. It can be higher tech. It can be lower tech. It doesn't have to take up a whole part of your classroom. It can be in a tub. It can be in a cart. It can be in a box. It can be in a closet. So so don't let any of that hold you back. It's just a really special space for students. It's really more about a mindset for students. It's a maker mindset, which I think is, is I think that is magical. So I, but I really do believe that one of the crucial reasons why we should include this type of space in our classroom whether it's a closet or a tub, is so that we can allow kids to really collaborate. We can allow kids to learn some of those important soft skills that are so necessary for the 21st century. And I think getting kids to work with one another is crucial. They've spent a lot of time not doing that. And it's almost like they have to relearn some of those strategies and some of those techniques of being able to to problem solve with another person, with a group of people. And a makerspace can be that catalyst or be that space to help kids do just that. And in a way that feels safe and also allows for inquiry and is hands-on and fun. I mean, yes, fun. Having fun in your classroom is important. It's so, so important. So that's the crucial reason number one is really reintroducing collaboration. My second reason, second crucial reason for creating a makerspace in your classroom post-pandemic is getting kids off of screens. I know. Still integrating technology because we've learned so much with technology, but maybe things like robotics or coding or even music, things like that where we're integrating technology, but they don't necessarily have to be in front of a screen. So we've done such an overabundance of screen time. And I am not an anti, you know, game gaming. I'm not anti gaming. I'm not anti screen time. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine when I was taking my afternoon walk. And she was talking about having some friends over with her son and that the mom was like, limiting the screen time of the other two and she's like but I've got to work and I was laughing and I'm like gaming is it can be really powerful it it puts kids in their zone of proximal development the game isn't too easy or they would be they would give up and be bored if it was too hard they wouldn't want to keep playing it because they'd feel bad about themselves it's right in that exact zone where they're a little bit challenged but they can still do it and so I think gaming is it actually can be really, you know, a great experience. And we, if we used it more in teaching, we would have such high engagement. So I do, I don't, I'm not anti-gaming. I had to throw that in because I think it's important. And my professor um, from Full Sail would be so happy because I had a gaming class when I was getting my master's and it, it really, really helped me understand the importance of it. So, but I do think it's important for kids to have a balance. And I also think that we did, we went to such an extreme with screen time 
Now we've got to get them off the screen. We've got to remind them that natural play and curiosity and critical thinking and all those things are so important without the without the computer in front of us or without the iPad in front of us. So take those kids off the screens and put allow them to do some makerspace activities, makerspace challenges. I actually have some really fun challenges, makerspace challenges. I use them with Piggy and Gerald, Mo Willems, Piggy and Gerald books. And there are Piggy and Gerald makerspace challenge cards. And they take the, some of the, some of his popular stories and we do, they have, they have to create a solution for the, for the problem in the story. And I've done this with younger kids and I've also done it with fifth graders who enjoyed it and also learned a lot from it. So those are really fun. I'll link to those in the show notes as well. They're, they're, uh, they're a fun activity to do for kids or really fun if you even for, for doing them over the summer, but that totally gets kids off of the screen. So that's the crucial number two is reason number two is getting kids off of our screen. And then crucial reason number three, really integrating content with hands-on creative learning that really practices critical thinking. So not only are we getting kids to collaborate, we're also getting kids off of the computer and we are getting them, we're giving them hands-on activities. We know, we know that especially, actually, I think all students, they they do better when they're able to manipulate things with their hands, especially those kinds of thinkers, the kinds of thinkers that we often ignore with our paper pencil tests. So this is actually catering to their learning style, maybe for once. So in the, it's just so much more fun for children. And I think I think that's I think that's really important. And they're also they're they're they become naturally curious and the inquiry learning is easier to work through when they are curious. And it's just it can just be so magical. So those are the three crucial reasons why I think that we need to consider makerspace after this pandemic. We're really, it's really getting kids to think and be involved in their learning, like a self-driven learner. And that can be so powerful. So I think that you might want to consider it. Give it a give it a try. Give it a let, you know, let some of that magic come back into your classroom and get kids up out of their seats and get kids thinking and kids excited and motivated and it will do wonders for you as well. It'll do such wonders for you. You I just know when I'm watching kids really come alive, it it like unites, like it it ignites, I should say. Ignites ignites is that the word now I'm confused something inside of me like it it drives something inside of me it's exciting and I want when I was watching my kids my first graders come into the makerspace in the media center which you don't have to have in just a media center it doesn't have to be a school-wide makerspace you can do makerspace in your classroom in fact I think you should do it in your classroom so anyway, when my first graders came in and I would watch them and how naturally curious they were and how they'd pick up the big magnifying glasses and they would look at the things that they could take apart and I didn't even have to give them a direction. They just, it was like they automatically knew what to do, which is so insane to me because it's not insane. It's actually childhood. It's being a child. And it's, it's, it's just important. 
And if you are feeling like maybe you've had a little too much with some of these programs and some of these scripted things and you've watched the enthusiasm drain out of children, this is our opportunity to to pump it back in. So just think about it. All right. If you are, you know, thinking that that sounds kind of excited, you don't know where to start, then grab my free Makerspace startup kit and it will help you start to think about things that you could do inside your classroom. And remember, you can grab that at trinadebreeteachingandlearning.com, MS Startup Kit, all one word, MS Startup Kit. And you can grab that for free. Okay, well, this one tired teacher is looking forward to a summer snooze. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. <music>